If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Good afternoon and welcome, everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 97.9. Oh, my God, I did it. After all this time. Wow. This ain't no religious radio station. What you talking about? Wow, that is just that's deep in the recesses of the mind. I, I haven't even done that. I don't think I've done it since we've been here. I screwed something else up. I called Seminole Headlines the Jeff Cameron Show. Upgrade. Oh, my goodness gracious. How about me? That's crazy. I'm distracted, Tom. I'm distracted because I can feel, and I, I should probably do the intro again because we're off on the wrong foot. Uh, this would be the Jeff Cameron Show on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Get it together, Cameron. Good God. Stumbling out the box. What are we doing? You can't win a race like this. So I, uh, I, I think I feel your disappointment. It's just oozing out of you. I walked into the production room, and, uh, and I could just sense your disappointment. Because Florida State, for those driving around and maybe don't know what's going on in today's basketball game, I checked it at the half. Now, they started back up. I assume they have. Uh, it was uh, what was forty nine twenty six. Who was winning? Syracuse. Isn't this magical? <laughs> your magical run, your one magic week in Brooklyn, grand opening, grand closing. Isn't this magical? <laughs> yeah, I had a funny feeling. Now I'm not here to tell you that I would have predicted today's blowout. But I wasn't so sure on yesterday's show when Ira said, well, I think they'll go one and one. I was like, mm, I don't know. Something kind of tells me they're not going to care. They're not going to care. And it would appear they don't. Never overestimate a team that's proven that they can quit before because they quit today. Plain and simple. Yeah, Probably. Probably. You can see it. Transition defense. Don't care to yeah. get down the court. Don't care to crash the glass. Offensively, it looks like, yeah, you figure it out when they pass the ball to somebody else. They didn't care to be there. They don't care to be magical. No. Therefore, I choose not to care about them for the rest of the day. Well, <laughs> I'm sure they're heartbroken this one day. They don't feel anything. Yeah. They don't feel happiness, nor do they feel sadness. They're indifferent about everything. Yeah. Today, they fought hard enough to get back to 500 to finish out the regular season, and I give them credit for that because they've lost just about everybody. They've been a disjointed mess. I would have liked them to play better today. Uh, Syracuse has never had a losing season under Jim Beheim, and they're on the cusp of it, and they're also basically hosting the tournament. So I kind of didn't like the matchup. Uh, I kind of felt like 
they're going to be a very desperate team playing where they are, given their current record and where he's at in his career. Uh, I thought, you know, this ain't good. They're 15 and 16. Get a win here, get to 500, and you give yourself a fighting chance to finish out a year where you're not sub 500. Um, and they've never, again, they've never had a losing season under Bayheim. I mean, you got to go back. I was looking at numbers just a second ago because I was looking at our numbers, and then I looked at theirs with the notes. And um, they last had a losing season in 1968-69. So I do think they're playing for a lot. Syracuse, that is. Um, and I think they chose to care, for sure. Clearly, we didn't meet any level of that intensity. And I'm not excusing it. I mean, this is not a good basketball team for a variety of reasons. They did reach deep. That can't be denied. Uh, and they did find a way to compete to finish 500 in the ACC and to be assure that they would not have a losing record. I give them credit for that uh, because it certainly looked like they were prepared to pack it in dating back to the North Carolina game, and they did pack it in against Boston College, and I don't know what was said. I don't know what inspired uh, a, a, an otherwise listless group, disjointed as they were, to play hard the way they did down the stretch. Because it's not as if they didn't beat some good teams. They did. Um, and that Notre Dame win, that's a good win. That's a nice win over Virginia on the road. Not good enough to inspire them to try in Brooklyn at all? I, we're, you're right. I mean, I could see where that would be frustrating. I think it's the stark reality that they're, they, they're not going to win the tournament. They, they know, as currently constructed, they got zero shot of winning the tournament. And so it's like, all right, this has been a, a trying year. I'm not saying they thought that going in. I'm saying that's the subconscious. I'm saying, all right, let's get to getting healed. Let's get to, I think, probably making some changes to this roster. Now, I don't, you know, obviously there's some guys you hope will come back, but I do think that they've got to go out and find an experienced big. they got to go out and get some people in here to help them. Well, whoever allows an effort like this to happen multiple times in a regular season or, or doesn't step forward and quash that before it happens again, because this isn't the first time, they need to be gone, whoever that is. Yeah, if that's a particular player. Yeah, sure. or, or a couple of players, and I don't care what class they are. Freshmen, sophomores, transfers, I don't care who it is. That's crazy. Like, you wouldn't have to fight to win three in a row at the end of the regular season to make it to 500 in the ACC if you took care of business and cared to be there at the Conti Forum. So they've been back and forth on this. You would have thought. I think they're betwixt and between because they continue to play guys, for example, that have been programmed guys for – the entirety of a season, despite the fact they don't add anything. And the prime example is Wyatt Wilkes. And I'm not personally attacking Wyatt Wilkes. I'm talking about his game. Well, Bayheim did. Punched him in the ribs. Well, what I'm talking about his game, which has taken a massive step back this year when he's not surrounded by other all-world guys and he can just be a catch-and-shoot guy. Now he fancies himself a facilitator, a guy who should catch and maybe dribble around a little bit to his left slowly uh, and then put up a you know contested shot. And he continues to roll his ass out there just like he rolls sorry Tanner and Gom out there and some of these other guys that have been on this team for a long time. And I think that's his loyalty. That's who Ham is, and it, it makes him incredibly admirable. But those guys, I don't know why they're on the court. They were good enough to win three in a row before this game and care to be out there. This, What's interesting is if you go by the broadcasting uh, both radio, it was kind of hinted it's tough to do on a Seminoles broadcast, but I heard that driving over here to the studio. Jay Billis on the play-by-play call. He, they have him in the noon slot because they'll be calling the Duke game tomorrow, clearly, so they're getting those time slots all set. And then at halftime, the crew at halftime, they're all saying, what the hell is this? 
the transition defense, they don't even get back up the court. We no, I don't know what's going on. I, that, that's I would love to it's, hear. I'm gonna I'm gonna want to hear. That's embarrassing. The that's ridiculous. It it's, can't happen. Like you can lose to Syracuse because you can't hit the broadside of a barn. We've already done that this year. It yeah. was our first ACC game. And games. we are currently not hitting the broadside of a barn. Those first half stats are hideous. But you can give a damn. And listen, the North Carolina game, we even said, you know what, that's not the same. Or sorry, the Duke game. We said that's not the same no, as the North Carolina like game. No, they fought like hell in the Duke game. Right. And it was admirable they in were, defeat. They, they were, you know what, they were fearful they were going to get embarrassed. There's nothing admirable about what they just did in that first half. Now, we're not watching live in the second half well, because we're doing they're, a show. They're but worse right now. So, uh, they were one of 12 from beyond the arc in the first half. Clearly, that now this, I will say this, Tom. This is a team that, and, and this is probably a more apt descriptor. Outside of the Boston College game, because that was a ridiculous non-effort. I will give you that. There is nothing that I can ever use to... Yeah, short turnaround, nothing. We've won Mondays after Saturdays all the time in our our program. And they were also on short turnaround, so I don't worry. So let let me just say this. The... This team, this is where the immaturity of this team, and then, of course, some of the injuries and all that add up. But the immaturity part is that they let their offense, when it's not clicking, affect their defense. And they've done that all year long, the young guys have. If they miss shots, they don't defend. And that is, uh, I dare say, sound like the old man on the front lawn, get off my lawn. It's very modern. It's very AAU-esque to decide offense is the key to everything you do. And if it's not going in, then screw everything else. Right. That spits in the face of what this program has been about. Well, right, but this has not been a junkyard dog defense in a long time. They've been more balanced than that. They've been more skilled than that. They've been able to score, but they have always, as you know, bought bought into the defensive end. They they weren't always great at it, but they bought into it. Um, I don't know that all the young guys on this team, given the way this year has gone, have bought in on the defensive principles. Like, for example... Or even understand them half the time. In Brooklyn, there are times when you could qualify a game like this. The last time we were in Brooklyn... Louisville absolutely destroyed us. And remember that Sean McDonough on the call was campaigning for Florida State not to even be in the tournament yeah. because of how bad we looked in that, that particular game. It was a weird game. moment for Sean McDonough, by the way. It was. It was very personal for it, Sean. It was str- more personal than this feels for me right now. It was for him, yeah. which is strange. Well, he's a Syracuse alum, but I don't know why he was so worried about I don't, I don't know why he was so worried about that. Uh, he just sees a lot of tall people and he gets yeah, flustered. Yeah. Well, they're all tall to him. Correct. Everybody. Yes. The world. The refs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. That that particular season, we played. I mean, we worked our asses off. And you said, you know what? It looks like we're circling the wagons for the NCAA tournament. The job has been done in the regular season, mm-hmm. so therefore I yeah. can understand this. Get one. some rest. Let's, you know, yeah. What the hell is it? You should have already learned. Why, why'd you get on the plane? It it looks like if they weren't going to hit their first four threes, to your point, if we're not going to hit our first four threes yeah. to break yeah. that zone, we don't even care to be there. So why get on the plane? Costing the university money. It's a waste of money. Uh, they sent the Chiefs up there for Seminole Sound. I mean, for what? Well, are you surprised that Raquan Evans isn't playing well? Are you surprised that Wyatt Wilkes isn't playing well? Are you surprised that Tanner and Gom doesn't offer anything? Are you? Su- I mean, I can keep going. I hate to do that, but well, I mean, it's, those it's a miracle that we won three in it, a row. It is. That's another way of looking at it. It is. It is. And also, by the way, if you want to look at the younger players. Uh, Caleb Mills is a guy that can score 29 and take over a game or be useless on both ends of the floor. I felt addition by subtraction in this little run before he got back. And then he hit all his then first went, seven. Then he went berserk. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I think he's emblematic, Tom. I think he's very emblematic of what this team and this 
program was this year. Now, they were also injury-riddled. We cannot ignore that. That had a massive impact on this season. But, I mean, the, the wild inconsistencies and the immaturity, I mean, that, that was pervasive throughout the entirety of the season. And then when you're, when you're vets, the only one still standing, can't play. Can't, I mean, I, right? Just say it. that The vets on this team can't play. I mean, Malik can play, but he's been hurt all year, so you lose him right off the bat, you're screwed. Of the vets that remain on the floor during this run, most of them can't play. Not consistently well. We've talked about this as a low watermark, though, for the football program. It's Syracuse. What is that? I mean, come on. What are we doing? <laughs> We're not playing Duke today. Duke would have been tomorrow, and you never know. Maybe they, there would have been a mutiny against Coach K for him putting them on front street on the visitor's bench on Saturday. Who knows? Give yourself a chance. Have more pride in yourself. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, no, it's all right to be angry. I'm not telling you not to be angry. I'm not telling you not to be disappointed. Um, you know, it's it's frustrating. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this will be indicative of what happens next year because even within this year, it was bizarre. This year saw really weird highs out of nowhere where you thought they were done and then they found ways to win games where it required a whole lot of chutzpah, a whole lot of what for, a whole lot of moxie uh, to come back. And you thought, where did that come from? You haven't shown me that. And then other times you're like, oh, I think they're going to play well. And they get boat raced. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> I, th- I-, I think that uh, honestly, when-, when you lose a couple of leaders in particular, um, starting with Malik, I think that's where the inconsistency comes from because now there isn't a guy that any one person can turn to. Because if, if, what, are you going to turn to White Wilkes? And you're not going to turn to Mills. No. No and way. You, but I'm saying you're not going to turn to Mills. He's new and, you know, inconsistent himself and young. He hasn't earned the right to lead. You're not going to turn to White Wilkes. He can't play. You're not going to turn to Ngom. He's either hurt or when he plays, not good. Uh, you know, I mean, who are you going to turn to? Right. Well, that's the that's the Raquan tough question. Evans isn't very good. I mean, we know that. Uh, yeah, he will hit your free throws, but you got to get to that point in the game, late in the game, to put him on the line to hit those free throws, because uh, he will do so in clutch situations. But that's the question they have to ask themselves this offseason before this becomes more than a one-year blip. Is Who are you going to trust in that locker room to lead the way? Because there's a disconnect, and there has been all season long. I mean, I, I see you, Gregory, in the chat. You say only time will tell. Time has told. Season's over. Yeah. Season's no. over. Well, he means moving forward with the younger guys. Uh, yeah, but listen, this ain't exactly a great first impression that you're leaving. Uh, this program is supposed the torch is supposed to be handed yeah. off. Yeah. Confluence of events that led to a disjointed and frustrating season, and it culminates in today's ass-kicking, and the season is over. We're down 28 points. The game, the season is over. I, for one, welcome... Uh, baseball and uh, spring football and softball and everything else that's going on, uh, including the NBA playoffs here shortly, the NFL draft, the Masters, this weekend's TPC Sawgrass is going to be played in the deluge. Any of them. Yeah, right. Any of those. I haven't even enjoyed the run that Florida State was on. I appreciated it because I didn't want to finish sub-500. I didn't want to see them have a losing record. So they found uh, enough heart to avoid that fate, and I give them credit for that, and that's where it stops. That's where it stops. It's just been a lost year. I'm going to take a step back after spring break when I don't think about them at all for a week. Uh, and be better for it. Yeah. And I'm going to be thinking an awful lot about guys that I, you know, I'm a little worried about that I either do or do not want to see come back, and I'll be curious to see how they handle that. Others that I really hope definitely come back and can be a big part of what solves uh, the problems that we're illuminating right now. 
but I don't. Yeah, this has been bad, man. It's been bad. It's um, and 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 it's weird too because I normally will watch the ACC non-FSU matchups, for example, because I'm always trying to compare how we match up in certain future games. You know, I'm looking at. Well, they'll give us problems because they do this, or we'll beat this team. We're, we're a matchup problem for this team, even though they're ranked higher, or whatever it might be. I'm always kind of gauging the rest of the league. You couldn't even do that this year. It's been maddening for two reasons. We were injured, and this conference kind of sucks. So those two things, you're like, well, what am I? this is an exercise in futility. What am I doing? You know what's a much more enjoyable conference to watch play basketball this year? Most of them, but you know the one that I'm specifically talking about? Big Ten. Big Ten tournament's going to be incredible. I, there's like six teams that could win that tournament. And for the first time in my, my recollection, because normally the Big Ten is kind of a slog. They play great defense. There's only one or two teams in the league typically that are any good uh, offensively. Everybody else is just... First to 49 when yeah, Wisconsin plays. Hideous, right? But not this year. This year, there's plenty of balanced teams, lots of them that are enjoyable to watch. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna derive my college basketball entertainment elsewhere. It ain't gonna be watching this ACC tournament, especially now that we're bounced. Jeff Cameron, show ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Isn't this magical? Feels right on a rainy, rainy balls McWednesday. Second, I was first. Good call. Uh, might note that the Knowles are not going to come back, everybody. If you were holding your breath, Florida State is not coming back in this game. Staying in Brooklyn. Left on the tarmac. It is 68-34. to 68-34 to 34 will hurt your feelings. Especially because that's not a real good Syracuse oh, team at all. <laughs> we play Purdue tougher. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's something, huh? That's a toughie. That's a toughie. Here's what you do, Tom. Go make some money gambling. That's what I do. I turn my sorrow into winnings. Hey, you've seen the ledger. I'm doing okay. I haven't looked lately. I, oh, yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. I haven't looked lately. Uh, I was mentioning the Big Ten tournament. It's wide open. Anybody from Illinois to Indiana could win that thing. Um, Nebraska, by the way, got in with wins over Penn State, or entered the tournament uh, with wins over Penn State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. What the hell's going on there? Remember, we were just talking about Oh Hoiberg. Thanks for the six and forty-five. You sorry ass. <laughs> they rallied around the extension. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what else can you say? Yes, he's back. So I knew that number was right. I looked at it during the break. The Big Ten has five teams that are ranked in the top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency. That's more than any other conference. And not a single team ranks in the top 20 uh, in adjusted defensive efficiency. So they've kind of flipped the script on their M.O., baby. They're out there getting after it. Uh, And if you want some value, I think you could probably take Iowa because they really caught some breaks here. So you have Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Rutgers getting the – uh, the, the the double buys right, um, and so of those double buys, then they, they have the easiest matchup. They get Rutgers uh, if they beat the winner of Nebraska and and Northwestern. So that's an easy. So that's like a nothing game in the quarterfinals. And so you're in the semis before you know it. So if you're just looking for a little value, let's look at the Hawkeyes. 
<laughs> like a Saturday night at Kinnick, they're a good play. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's some fun there. Um, the tournaments do allow you to do a bunch of different things and uh, and have some fun with it and embrace basketball that doesn't involve Florida State right now, and it's just easier to do. It's just easier to do. Uh, I also noted this kind of unique set of circumstances that led to a pretty ugly fight. Did you see the fight? I saw clips of it. A little bit of riot in the stands there. I don't know how it started. Doesn't look good. Northeast Conference Finals between Bryant, which is in Smithfield, Rhode Island. It's not often, by the way, that I've ever heard uh, or never heard of a school. Like even the most right, you know right. obscure, you know, I've never heard of Bryant. Have you ever heard of it? No. And no. Smithfield, like on a map, that's wider than the state. That's crazy. Yeah, Smithfield, Rhode Island, and then Wagner, which we've heard of, yeah. Staten Island. Um, Staten Island. That's okay. How you doing? <laughs> that was in last night's Wagner. It was in Bryant's home gym, and it was a thirty-minute stoppage of play. If you want to go back and watch it. Um, and it's a good thing, by the way, because uh, it got stopped before a player was about to kill somebody because he thought he needed to protect his mother. You're not going to get in the way of a guy trying to help his mom. That's going to be a problem. And so we almost had an R-test situation. And vice versa. I had something. I got something at the house right now. A little bit in the corner of the garage. There's a nest in my garage. Bird nest. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the mama. I can't go in well, my garage. Can't go in your no, garage. I'm screwed You're until screwed. until baby's born. The hell out of there. It's unlucky. It's a toughie. Yep. Do you keep it open for him during the day? I'll have to wear some sort of battle armor to uh, to get out there to, <laughs> to make it happen. You're gonna have to. Uh, and then there's this. If you're a Jacksonville University Dolphins fan, JU fan, you're upset. One of my brothers went to JU. Uh, I don't. I doubt he cares. Never a big basketball guy. Was a soccer guy. Rugby guy. But. Uh, the Atlantic Sun allowed for Bellarmine, you know where they are? Kentucky. To participate in the conference tournament held at Freedom Hall in Louisville, which is the home court of Bellarmine. Boom. There we go. Bellarmine is still transitioning, quote-unquote, as a program from Division Two to Division One. They are ineligible for the NCAA tournament per NCAA rules. Why are they participating in the tournament? Well, your worst fears happen. Bellarmine won 77-72 over JU. JU had beaten the number one seed in the tournament, Jacksonville State, on the road in the tournament semis March the 6th. Jacksonville State gets awarded the NCAA tournament bid based on their first place finish in the ASUN regular season. Because Bellarmine won the tournament, and Bellarmine's not eligible. Even though JU beat, beat the number one yes, seed. Yeah, so they get screwed. Oh, boy. And then had to play Bellarmine in, at, at their home gym. And they had to be wondering, why are we playing Bellarmine at all? They, they're not eligible. So what is the A-Sun doing besides collectively being stupid? Shining bright. So you have an ineligible team winning the tournament, and they're – not going on to the NCAA. <laughs> We're off to a rip-roaring start. we got riots in the stands. We've got a flat-to-nothing effort from the Knowles in the ACC tournament. I guess it is magical. Mine. It's magical in its own way. <laughs> you're, you're letting the Bayheims do this to you. I'll tell you what. How about those freshmen for Florida State on baseball, man? That was a good night last night, huh? That was a good night last night. I was pulling up 
couple of my notes. Much better night, by the way. They only struck out six times. You got the seven RBIs from the two freshmen. Yeah, yeah. And that's a team that was on a 10-game winning streak. Yes, yes. Gulf Coast yes. and Liberty are doing some things. Liberty took down the Gators two out of three to open the season, and it was second and third, nobody out, when Carson Montgomery was born because that's the first time he's gotten beyond five innings. He yep. struck out the side after that. That is impressive. So, yeah, I have been excited about Ferrer for, you know, since day one. We all are, obviously. And I think you go the same way with uh, Tibbs as a freshman. you got to feel really good about him. And so, I mean, look, you're going to get seven RBIs from those two guys right off the bat. You're like, all right, that'll work. And you get a kid emerging in a midweek game in a tight situation, pitch out of it, pitch well. Uh, bullpen still got some work to do. Oh, yeah. Five straight balls from Crowell yeah, and, and a jam is yeah. no good. No, no, no good. But I know that Ballmeister's uh, ERA is high, but, but he I, pitched well. I like him yeah. a lot. He's got some yeah. stuff to him. See, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm going to reiterate this time and again. I'm not worried about this team even in the even a little bit, even if they have some stumbles because they're going to because they're going to experiment. They're going to do things they didn't used to do, and so losses may happen similarly in midweek games, but not for the same reasons. And I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that now. I'm not telling you there aren't things that I'm monitoring closely about this team that I am worried about. I mean, obviously, I keep mentioning the bullpen like, guys, two fingers to my eyes, two fingers back to you. We need to find some consistency there, but that's what the regular season's for. You've got to find some of that by the time you get around to the ACC. So, you know, I, I think they will. It's been a grueling schedule, too, to this point. That's why we were elevated in the polls this week from 10 to 8 or 12 to 9, wherever you're looking. yeah, yeah. yeah. We were elevated, largely speaking, because of the difficulty of the schedule that we've signed up for at this point. Most teams that are in the top 10 to top 15 have not played a schedule They've anything close to this. They've been bad teams, yeah. And here we go on the road again playing Wake Forest, who's really good this year, or yeah. off to a really good start, whichever the case may be. Yeah, but I'm, I'm good, good. I don't care if this team is slightly above average record-wise when we go into the postseason, so long as they're tested and they're a known commodity. Are we good at the top of the rotation? Yes. Will we be, barring injury, really good at the top of the rotation? Yes. Does it look like you have, because of those guys on the bump, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, as good a chance as any team on any given weekend to win a series against ranked and elite teams? Yes. The other factors, are you going to pick up the baseball? Are you going to get better at running the bases? We have been better lately at running the bases. That, that's good. Um, do need to cut down on the strikeouts. You did last night. We'll see if they do as the year goes on. They had yeah. way too many over the weekend. They were all over everything that that kid had. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was a lot of foul balls, fouled straight back. Where I'm like, guys, you're not going to get a hundred meatballs. You got to yeah. hit one at some point. One of point these you got to square up. But now this is must see TV for me. Next week you'll be uh, in the mountains and skiing. I can pull it up on the computer. But Tuesday when we go down to Gainesville next week and Montgomery gets another start, follow it up. Follow up this first time. You've been here a minute now. Follow up this first time you got through five innings, and, and let's see a solid performance on the road because that stuff he had last night, we all know it. It travels, but you got to have the mental fortitude. It was almost like, ah, screw it, second and third, nobody out. Yeah. I'm going to let it fly, and look what happens. The stuff talks, and it talked big. They've got a lot of arms. We can do this every day we come in here, and I will continue to, to mention it. We've got no fewer than four guys from the left side that throw 93-plus. You've got you know, options out of the pen that you're still exploring uh, for consistency, but you can you can play matchup baseball all day long with stuff that misses bats. Now, again, got to control it, stop walking people, but, you, I mean, it's there. I want to see, you know, when you're, you know, I, I, cheesy, whatever cheesy analogy you want to use, you could be, a, a, a you know, cooking a new meal or whatever. You, do you have the right ingredients? 
Yes, yes. Now, let's see if we can successfully put this together. If it's me in the kitchen, it may take a while. I'm not so sure. But as long as I have what I need, eventually we'll get there. And I think that's what this team is. Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. switched over to the chat, Tom, and I, I have to admit I rather like the uh, temperament of those weighing in on this 81-43 to 43, uh, shellacking. Uh, it appears that uh, Eric and Life Spectator and David and some others uh, are hoping that uh, Mr. Wilkes retaliates and uh, sends a message. Suspend me. That would be my retort. Yeah. Go ahead, ACC, suspend me. Yeah, I don't have any eligibility left. Maybe take some knees, or I mean, I don't know about knees, but I could certainly take. Uh, you know, again, hard closeouts. Everything We've had this conversation before. Everything I expected a guy like Bayheim, who looks the way he does and carries himself the way his dad does and did, I'm sure on the court. That's everything I expect out of somebody like that. Just a straight punch to the ribs. Yeah, that's when you got to knock a bitch out, though. I mean, what are we doing? Well, now or never. There you go, Wyatt. I'm saying it could have happened right then and there. You weren't of no use to us during this game anyhow, Wyatt. I mean, what... Well, the game was still in the balance. We were down 10 at that time, mm. I think. Uh, again, the game could have been a one-point game or a 40-point game. He's not going to make much of a difference, Tom. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he had to put back N1 early. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm and it's gone. Embittered. Oh, yeah. Same here. The salt is strong. Tough day at the office. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> the, Jeff wants to know on Twitter, thought Tom said this was going to be a magical week in Brooklyn. Yep. Well, we, ho- we were hoping and admittedly, I, I could see what Tom was doing because we go way back working together. Uh, and that is you speak it into being, you just say it enough times in the hopes that the atmosphere, the ether will latch on and say, okay, you've. Alerted me to the possibilities. Isn't this magical? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a toughie. That's a toughie. I saw somebody today, and in my head I said the phrase, that's a toughie. There was a woman at the gas station at the same time that I was getting gas with the most forlorn look on her face. See, I mentally steal myself to hit the gas pump. I know what's coming. I limber up. I know what's about to happen when I hit the gas pump. I mean... It's gonna be it's gonna be a toughie. I'm gonna be there a while. You know that it's a sizable vehicle that I'm in and mm. And speculation runs mm. rampant these days. Yeah. So yeah. And nonetheless, there I sat and I pulled in and went, All right, let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. And I put that pump in and I just started pumping, thinking about everything other than the rising total. And I looked across from me and there was a woman who I don't think was prepared. She looked forlorn. She looked like she needed a hug. If I wasn't a total stranger, I would have given, given her a hug. I would have walked over and said, here, let me give you this hug. You need this hug. Look at you. The tough times. I get it. But, when, I mean, I seriously felt terrible if for her. If we just opened up the keystone, it'd be okay. <laughs> uh, but it was funny. It was, it was, I mean, funny in the sense that I thought I really did think about going over there and giving her a hug. Instead, ma'am, here's a keystone light. There you go. They still make it? I think so, yeah. In college, they had the good campaign, the Keith Stone. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's always lounging around the pool. 
<laughs> which is what you do with a Keystone. That was uh, that's a glass of water. Late college, post college summer beer because he couldn't afford Coors. That's when you know you're just fresh out of college when you can't afford Coors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I don't know, guys. Let's go with the Keystone. Let's go, let's go with the Keystone. I know Keystone was yeah. When I was an undergrad, first time I went to my buddy Matt's apartment, he had Bud Light, and I thought, well, this is the bougiest place I've ever watched a hockey game in my life. Look we're at all dr- this Bud Light. We're drinking the good stuff. I was like going in high school, going to parties where you'd sneak a beer if somebody had not Michelob White or even Michelob Dry back in the day, but straight up Michelob. Look at that. My man thinks he's rich rolling in here with the Michelob. Look at him. With his bourgeois brown bottle. You remember Amberbach? Yeah, people love them, Amberbach, they, they Amberbach just because it looked different, but it sucks. Right, yeah. That's uh, when I was working at the golf course in college in the summers. You know, like the, the high rollers, but I'll take a pint of Amberbach. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Feeling good about yourself, yeah. are you? Extra 75 cents. For this sorry Amberbach. <laughs> there you go. We've got another mock with some trades, risers, fallers, burners, Workout Warriors, we got it all, buddy. Trades are happening. McShay's back in the fold. Before the week is up, you and I are going to break down all the big trades in this fictitious draft that happened between McShay and Kuyper. They really they really surprised some folks with all the maneuvering on the draft board there, Tommy. Yeah, I could see A where... A stunning turn of events. As it was... Uh, I forget which book it was in. You know, uh, Mike Greenberg is not like the rest of your sports center anchors. He has an office. The rest of them have cubicles. Mm-hmm. I could see where Mike uh, patches into that Zoom meeting or Teams meeting, and he says, we need more trades. Guys, this is not an interesting draft. We need more trades. Get up. Numbers are terrible when Mel comes on. We need trades. And then trades happen. I just love the idea that they decided, screw it. I mean, if we're sitting around here playing make-believe... Why don't we just play some make-believe? Let's go. Let's make this fun. We don't need to make our stories that we're making up out of thin air boring. We might as well make them just absurd. Let's go. And they did. They're like, okay, I'm with you on these trades. Let's do more of them. More of them. Anybody else got a trade? Sure. I'm going to trade Aaron Rodgers on draft day? Yes. I don't know why, guys. I don't know why that Mitch Trubisky signed with the Giants because in this draft, the Buccaneers trade Tom Brady's rights to the Giants for four first-round picks. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. Our version of this thing is far more interesting than what's going to happen. Let's just keep selling it. Uh, I I would have so much fun pissing you off, though, if you and I were tasked with drafting this and I wouldn't tell you about my secret deals and then we'd come in here and I'd be like, oh, wait, sorry, Tom, that player's no longer eligible. He's been acquired in a trade that happened right before your pick, seconds before your pick. I apologize. I, I know that's who you wanted at 12, but he's no longer on the board. Right, yeah. <laughs> in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, that this team was waiting for the deal to be signed so that they could ship him off. It appears the Cardinals now have Aaron Rodgers. That's Tom, right. I don't know what you want me to do. That's right. a, a wild draft day occurrence. Kyler Murray and Devontae <laughs> Adams, unbelievable. <laughs> going to be an amazing time in Green Bay. Should be a lot of fun. If you can keep them healthy, could be a dynamic duo. Don't know. There is a whisper that Adams is next to go later this round. Right, right. Yeah. which is why they're going to draft Olave. That's why Green Bay has Olave now. Yeah, But I was going to draft Olave with my 14th pick. Sorry, he's off the board. Happens. Trades. What are you going to do? you got to be prepared for the trades. It's Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.
Carson Wentz to Washington in a trade. By the way, Washington still doesn't have a quarterback. That was a whole lot of waste of your damn time, Washington. Why would the commanders, I say it with the greatest of ease, I hope you take note, want Carson Wentz? He can't play. Because he's going to look good in that Arizona State jersey. That's why. I guess, but he can't play. I don't. This weird. I'm okay. Well, those jerseys were the Carson Wentz of jersey reveals. Yeah, they ruined. You're shooting for Breeze, Brady, Manning, you get anything. Wins. You get wins. You get the Carson Wentz of jersey reveals, and now you get the quarterback to go with it. Well, why would you mess with the uniforms that were so badass last year? Badass. Every time I saw them. Apparently, it was Daniel Snyder's wife that was uh, heavily in on designing that. That tells you all you need to know about that organization. I believe it. I believe it. He was nowhere to be found, um, and she was like, I got you. Okay. Trust me. We're 2 of 24 from 3 today. We just hit our second one. Get you some. Here comes the comeback. 2 of 24. I wonder how many times I could have hammered FSU on a live wager with Syracuse and laying the points Mm. and just retired. This means no... Not going. Oh, yeah, you got to shake it, right, off the, the surface. I thought we had avoided it. Can't even smoke them if you got them. Nope. That's what you get. Alms. Alms for the program. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like the season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what would you say, random stranger, about Florida State basketball? Thank you. Kind of sounds like, is that Lewin? Did Lewin sneak <laughs> oh, I, in there? I, that was my actual voice. Yeah, that's, my, that's my normal voice, but I did, yeah. Thank you. Oh, on call. That was, that was quite good. That was really good. That sounded like uh, the old Yahtzee cup and you only have one die in there. Yeah, you're like, who's, where, where are the dice? Yeah. I boat raced the family in Yahtzee over the weekend. I want everybody to know that. Took a whooping, did the rest of the Cameron family. I got my large straight on the first roll. Oh, wow. I'm like, what are we doing here? I'm going to take off my pants. That's a large straight. That would be strange. To start the day. Well, my wife's there. I mean, yeah. we're all hanging out. The kids would be a little that's uncomfortable. A, yeah, a little I'm wearing underwear. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, hey, kids, that's a large straight on the first roll. It's not going to be your day. On that note, Tommy John's underwear. <laughs> it's not going to be your day. Uh, also, so... Indianapolis now in in the quarterback market, right? So here we go. They're a team that's close. That's an attractive job if you're a Tom quarterback. Tom Brady yeah. goes to Indianapolis to win a Super Bowl for the Colts. Send us Quentin Nelson. Done. Please. Done. God. Need a guard. Yep. Just had a Pro Bowl or retire. We'll take uh, the best guard in the last 20 years to come out of the draft. Sure. Let's go. You want to win? That's an upgrade. That's the price. That's an upgrade. Holy moly, wouldn't that be something? He'll get rid of the ball fast enough. It won't matter for you guys. So you send it on down to us. You ready for the Blaine Gabbert era? Mm. It's hard to say aloud, but I think that's what's going to happen this Suddenly I feel closer to my uh, Jacksonville Butts brethren. (laughs) Ready for the Blaine Gabbert era? (laughs) There it is. That's what it sounds like. All right, let's go into Raymond James, son. And your starting quarterback. (laughs) So that was a steep price the Broncos paid for uh, Russell Wilson because I like Noah Fant a lot, Shelby Harris, 
But uh, Drew Locke sucks, whatever. Five draft picks, two firsts, two seconds. Ooh. Ooh. That's a toughie, Tom. That seems like a lot because I would tell you that um, Russell didn't look anything like the player we'd seen in recent years. In fact, he's regressed. Now, maybe with an offensive line that is vastly superior to that of uh, Seattle. I mean, uh, yeah, Seattle's. And uh, some weapons, uh, he's rejuvenated. He'll find his uh, enthusiasm for the game again. Have you ever heard, I, I, I saw this yesterday for the first time, the selfie video that Russell Wilson took from a couple of few years ago, What I forget exactly oh, when I'm it's from. I'm sure it's interesting. It is the most cringeworthy video no, you'll ever hear in your life. Every time I see him talk, he says something asinine. He is describing himself as his alter ego, known as Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Warren Sharp had the receipts. And Buddy, Ooh. oh no. I had no idea that there was a nickname for Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, but it went trending well, yesterday. According to Russell Wilson. It is the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. I don't know if it's fit for air. I don't know if it's fit for the air. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. Most of the time, he either says or does or dresses in a way that makes you cringe, where you're like, "What are we doing here, Russell?" Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. A real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh. Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Okay, yeah. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I could only do so much. You made it through 24 seconds out of the minute, so your Mr. Unlimited challenge lasted 24 seconds. I, I really took, it took a lot because I had to go through his, the, the acting and the fake stutters to try to sound, yeah, all of it, the delivery. Like the, like he found something? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I think he and Bryson would get along very well together. <laughs> that could be Bryson. Like, if I just played that and I said, who is that speaking? Like, Correct. Bryson DeChambeau? You nailed it. That is Bryson DeChambeau, yes. That is the same exact level of cheese and cringeworthy talking. Po- yes, that's it. You got, good job, Tom. Thank you. Because I was trying to think of another athlete that makes me feel and recoil the way that he does and Yes, Bryson, and he can. Bryson can never get out of his own way. Just when you want to give him the benefit of the doubt because something cool happens within his game or something, or he's pressing the envelope, and then you, then all of a sudden you're like, huh? And then he had to go and say that. The best part of yesterday, just in terms of social media, and there usually aren't very many best parts. But mm-hmm. did you see Jerry Judy's day? So when it was announced that Aaron Rodgers would be returning to Green Bay and they signed him to whatever, uh, it was like a a not thrilled emoji from sure. Jerry Judy. And then an hour later, when it was announced, he goes, oh, we lit! And it's just a bunch of fire emojis. So Jerry Judy had a good day after having a rotten day. I had a great day yesterday. I hit up Orange Theory for our rowing benchmark, 2,000 meters, as fast as you can go. Legs are sore today, but I'm a better man for it. Find out what I'm talking about. More life with Orange Theory Fitness on a day-to-day basis, if I could speak. First class is always free. Get after it. Now's the time. Now is the time to make the changes you've been wanting to make to feel better on a day-to-day basis with more life as I bring up. It is science-backed. It is Orange Theory Fitness, and uh, your first month is free with the purchase of a heart rate monitor. As I said before, first class is always free as well. A lot of free going on there. Go check it out today. See my friends at Orange Theory Fitness either Midtown or 
on the north side, right there in that uh, shopping center that has uh, Witch Witch. Delicious Witch Witch. 96.57 is your final. That's an ass beating. <laughs> we almost gave up 100 points to Syracuse. To Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse. Wow. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with. Is it this magical?